Welcome to Blooming Out on Community Radio, WFHB. Blooming Out is a forum by and for the LGBTQ plus community. Each week we explore the issues, events pertaining to the LGBT community in Indiana, the U.S., and internationally. We speak with guests about human rights, coming out, the legality of being gay, and much more. Blooming Out is a multiple award-winning program here on Community Radio, WFHB. Thanks for listening to Blooming Out. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Frankie Preslav. I'm Judy Epp. I'm Melanie Davis. And I'm Justin Robertson. Um, we have Judy here today um, in the studio. We're always happy to have Judy. Hello, Judy. I always call you Judy-o. <laughs> and you brought along a guest tonight, Sophie Lewis, right? Yes. Hi, Sophie. And, Welcome. Hi. And Sophie Hello. will be talking about uh, being LGBTQ in rural high schools. Um, so that should be interesting. Um, and we're going to yeah. talk more about that at the bottom of the hour. But until then... Um, let's kind of get a heads up on what's going on with our, our crew here tonight. So I always start with this person right across from me, <laughs> Melanie, who's been under the weather, but we have her back. You look good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I feel a lot better. Yes. So, so good. No longer in the hospital. No longer. Yeah. We, yeah, we were, that's good. She's not remote. Yeah, she's not remote. <laughs> we were trying to do that. She's laying so. there, have tubes in her, and I'm like running right. over there trying to yeah. figure out how to get her on the radio. And, and call it in. Yeah, call it in. Yeah, <laughs> right, Just between right. the drugs and everything. Could have been a really fun show. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> we definitely. were totally off script. <laughs> but we're very happy that you're feeling better. Thank yes. you. You, yeah. look, you look marvelous as usual. Thanks. Um, anything going on other than being out? I don't know. I just, you know, have been recuperating. Yeah. So, uh, uh, we're rapidly approaching the the holiday break for school, and am kind of uh, working myself into that mindset. So uh, I don't have anything yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep a notepad, and once you do, let us know. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Justin. Yes. Hello. Hi. <laughs> So what's new on your end? Oh, <laughs> well, um, you nothing. Have, no, no. S- seriously, it's it's. I, I am staying home this week, and that's great. Yeah, I get to spend time with my dog and Aww. my your kids children. and everything. So that's great. So yes, I'm I'm happy to be home. It's slow. Are you taking time off for Christmas? Do you guys? Get well, I'm taking home? a week off. Okay, but I'm going to stay home, yes. and I'm really happy about yeah. it. Yeah. Although I I I would love to be you know someplace warmer maybe yeah. But, yeah but i don't know I'm, it looks like things might be warm around here i yeah. haven't really looked at it the forecast yeah it'll be beach <laughs> beach weather beach, beach weather <laughs> we could all come to my lake house and yeah we could totally have a good time that sounds boats. like a good yeah. good idea what's going on i live in a lake house and i wear sandals all yeah year long. I, I, noticed, really? I was going to tease you about your sandals today oh, you are in sandals. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I was walking past her, I noticed that. Um, I'm doing well. I'm Good. just, uh, like everybody else, kind of running around, getting prepared for just different stuff and family coming in. And um, we don't really do a big Christmas at our house. You would think that we do, but mm-hmm. that's not our holiday. Everything's so, big at your house. <laughs> everything's <laughs> big at our house, <laughs> except the house. Um, no, it's, um, you know, just... 
you know, getting kids around and coming to the end of the school year and, and doing that. So it's always busy, busy. So nothing to complain about. How about you, Judy? Traveling, doing anything? Well, I, since I'm only here once a month. Right. Um, for Thanksgiving, I was oh, in right. uh, Victoria, British Columbia. Mm. Went to a uh, high tea at the Empress Hotel. Wow. Yeah, nice. I saw those photos. That was Very um, fancy. Yeah, that was a fancy dancy thing. Um, what do you have with nice. high tea? Like, how does that look? Well, <clears throat> it's interesting. You would think that, well, this isn't very much food. Uh-huh. But by the end of the um, Evening, uh, morning. plates, <laughs> you're very full. Yeah. Um, you select your tea from like 16 or more different varieties. Right. You select which tea you want. So um, we did that. And you then they drink with your pinky out? They, well, kind of if you're paying attention. Right. Um, and then, and it was all decorated for Christmas, so that oh, made beautiful. it really yeah. gorgeous. And then there's a piano player and, wow. and all that stuff, so it's very elegant. Yeah. And they bring this, um, I don't know what you call it, it's like a tray, um, tiered. Okay. Tiered mm-hmm. tray, and you start on the bottom and work your way up the trays. And the bottom one is scones, so they're like two scones, but they're ginormous. Yeah, and so you eat the scones. Soft or crunchy? Well, they're crunchy. They're well, scones. sometimes <laughs> people no, no, because scones. When I get scones around here, they're always soft. Indeed, they're wrong. Yeah, they're wrong. Yeah, I eat a scone every day. That's do you my really? Favorite. Yes. Where do you get them? Um, Spencer Coffee House. Oh, I wow. work there, so I get a okay. free one. And they're crunchy, oh, well, right? Good. They're kind of both. Like the outside okay. is crunchy. Yeah, right. and the inside's soft. Yeah. Well, see, this is Canada. Right. They know what they're doing <laughs> right. with the scones, okay? Scones so are the hard scones one. start and then the middle tray has some other savory foods and then the top tray has dessert Yum. kind of foods. So wow, well, that's it's yummy. And like so following like that, I was on a an 8-hour spa day. Wow. What? Um, That's why she's glowing. You have a so harsh much. life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It was fabulous. Yeah. I like that. Was that a gift to one another? Or was it just. It was a gift to me. To you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you guys like, well, here's one. Here's one. Gift. No, it was a gift to me. That's awesome. We did it together. Right. But it was a gift to I, me. I saw that. Yes. So that was fabulous. And, um, yeah. So, and they're just now home, getting ready for the holidays. Now home, getting ready. She's coming here Christmas okay. Eve. Yeah. Oh. Your first Christmas together, right? Yeah. Oh. New Year's Eve, we're going to Florida. Okay. Where? Um, we're going to Key Largo eventually. Oh, wonderful. We're flying into St. Pete uh-huh. and staying in Inglewood yeah. in a cottage yeah. <clears throat> nice. um, for New Year's Day, which is my birthday. Awesome. Happy birthday. So, thank you. We're spending um, the day there and then the next day going to Key Largo mm-hmm. and staying on a houseboat. Wow. And then to Key West and staying on a sailboat. Wow. Look at you. You have the a life rough, of the rough, rich rough and life. famous right here. I know. Who's the guy that used to do the life of the rich? The, that, he's dead uh, now. Robin, Robin Leach. Robin yeah. Leach. That's yeah. right. We yeah. need him to go <laughs> along with you. And, we could. and in between times, she sends me candy books. Yeah, look at that. You're a spoiled lady. <laughs> <laughs> spoiled and she's lady. listening. Thank you, honey. Uh, thank, yeah, thank you, honey. We were trying to get into the bag, but she won't open it for us. <laughs> <laughs> I tried put to, it next to me. I'm guarding. <laughs> that's right. She's guarding. Is that why your face is all full of chocolate? Shh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, it sounds so like everybody is else is, is doing yes. good. I'm sorry. My phone is going off and everybody can yell at me. Um, so what's going on, Melanie, and the LGBTQ news this week? Ooh. Well, to start off with, uh, Kansas State Senator, na- Senator named Barbara 
Bollier has switched parties from Republican to Democrat, (coughs) saying she cannot uh, be complicit in supporting President Donald Trump. Uh, Referring to Trump's presidency, I can't call it leadership. I don't even know what to call him. He's our president, but he's not representing my value system remotely, Bollier said the first uh, state lawmaker to switch parties in Kansas. Um, She cited Trump as as a major factor in her decision. Um, But also, in February, the state's party adopted a resolution opposing efforts to validate transgender identity. The resolution was controversial at the time, and in June, the party inserted language into the platform that says, we believe God created two genders, male and female. Boyer said that she had been a a registered Republican for decades and had been a moderate for all that time. But the party is hell-bent, quote-unquote, on removing moderates, she said. After Bollier's uh, public support of Democratic candidates earlier this year, Senate President Susan Wagle, a uh, Wichita Republican, stripped her of a vice chair position on her health committee. Bollier is a retired physician who, can, who often focuses on health legislation, including support for Medicaid expansion. Wagle said Bollier had a, strong, had a vo- voting record more liberal than some Democrats, of course. When Wagle removed Bollier as vice chair of the Senate's Health Committee in July, she called Bollier's endorsement of Democrats embarrassing and said that she had no choice but to strip her of the leadership position. Democrats will now control 10 out of 40 state Senate seats in the House. Democrats control 40 of 125 seats. Bollier served in the House from 2010 to 2016 and has been in the Senate since 2017. She will be up for election in 2020. Boyer said that she votes for her district and will continue to do so. Well, there we go, Kansas. Yeah. Um, You know, it's always interesting when folks choose to uh, switch parties. Um, You know, uh, it's interesting in the sense that, uh, I mean, obviously why she's switching and that she actually is going on the moral side of, you know, against uh, Trump and, and, and his craziness. Right. And I wish more people would do that. <laughs> well, right, that somebody had the courage right. to publicly mm-hmm. do this. I mean, that's a big step. And she, I have to point out that it's a woman yes. <laughs> who has the courage to step up and speak out. Right. right. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. And, and sometimes it takes one having the courage to step up and and others may follow, not necessarily switching parties, but at least think about what they're doing. Well, I think it just it brings it to the center, brings it to the table, mm-hmm. that people, you know, regardless of your party, you know, it, it makes people kind of stand up and look what's, what's up. I mean, it's, uh, you know, politically it could totally, you know, destroy her in the end, but right. in yeah. a sense but it's principle. standing up for what she believes She can right. yes. sleep at night. Right. And I think there's thing. a lot of politicians out there that I don't know how they sleep. I mean, I have yeah. no clue. You know, know. Well, I've always maintained that you know, Trump isn't a Republican. No. No. And, yeah, I, I he's wish, a Trumpian. He's a Trumpian, exactly. I, I, I would like to see much more Republicans, especially women, because I don't see how they could support him. No. You no. Know. It's exactly what she said. They're hell-bent on destroying the moderates. That's right. It, you, it, it, I would like to say not all Republicans are like that. Not at all. But they're... But though... Um, I hate to say those people. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it on this show. 
(laughs) The Trumpians. The Trumpians are taking over the Republican Party, and they're hijacking it. Mm -hmm. And and it would be nice if some genuine Republicans who believe in what the Republican Party was about, which isn't me, but I know there are some Republicans that genuinely feel um, um, not Trumpian, um, need to speak up and say you d- yeah. you don't speak for me. Right. I, and and most of my family votes Republican on the regular, although they all consider themselves independent independents. But um, I you know look at them and I I try to figure out what uh, what motivates that, and uh, and I I I just can't for the life of me mm-hmm. understand. You know, he's not. And the Republican Party is going in the direction of it's. It's not about you know uh, morality. It's not about Mm-mm. family. It's no. not about any of these values. That smaller they government. Espouse. Yeah, smaller government, <laughs> balanced budget. I mean, it's all just of the platforms. about being a bully. Right. I mean, when you watch what's going on right now, you know, right. w- yeah, it's yeah. lots of money. I mean, that's kind of the center of it all. Fascist, sexist bully. Right. Yeah. Well, and these people are approaching public service as something that is a job for them, you know, and that Mm -hmm. really. No, it's not even a job. A way to make career. Making the next step up. I mean, it's like it's not public service anymore. No. Right. Well, we'll follow them along and see what what happens um, in the long run. So, uh, Judy, what do you have to report on today? Well. I have a story about um, Ken Allen's daughter, Summer, who is a student at Smithton Middle School in Columbia, Missouri. He found out, um, the Ken Allen, found out about the school's uh, Gay-Straight Alliance, GSA, from his daughter, and he called their posters verbal sexual harassment. And one day, when Allen was at the school for a parent-teacher conference, he stole one of the posters in a fit of rage. The poster shows a bunch of hands coming together with words on them like lesbian and transgender. Allen said that the school administrators chased him as he left the school with the stolen poster. That must have been a sight. (laughs) (laughs) He then appeared at a meeting of the Columbia Board of Education to complain about the posters this past Monday, claiming they violate state law that requires schools to notify parents with the content of human sexuality instruction. The school said that the poster is a is promo- promoting an extracurricular activity, so it's not covered by the state's sexual education law. Earlier this year, another middle school in the same district removed some of their GSA's posters that highlighted the famous LGBTQ people. Oh, we're famous. <laughs> very famous for a minute until he comes running in. The this is very similar to a story we had last week, right? Was or a few the, weeks ago. Was it the Indiana the Indiana school where they can't speak. Uh, can't speak gay. They have right. a GSA, but <laughs> oh, they yes. can't yeah. say gay. Or, right. Yeah, yeah you right. can have a GSA, but you can't say the word gay. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just... That's um, crazy. Isn't that crazy? It makes <laughs> yeah. no sense. Well, because, yeah. What does the G stand for in yeah. GSA? <laughs> yeah. 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 And the whole purpose is, uh, you know, to be against defamation, to, you know... It, it To me, it all goes back to... Um, the power and control issue and um, people feel threatened that if they give uh, any power or control to this group it diminishes their power and control Mm -hmm. and um, they can't deal with it no it's scary 
you know, for I, I just but you know, when you read all the stats out there about um LGBTQ students within schools that have these um clubs, you know, for, for LGBTQ and allies, um, that, you know, the suicide rate, the academic level of success, exactly. just everything, you know. It's amazing when you give your children positive feedback yes. and a <laughs> f- positive place to go on what that breeds. Yeah, it's shocking. It's right? shocking. Well, and how? then, you know, and I think regardless of what you believe in, if you can kind of step out your little bubble and kind of look at the big picture. I mean, because not every child is going to believe and think the same way. And if kids have an opportunity to be somewhere safe, productive, you know, empowering, 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 that's my new, my new club, (laughs) my empowering club. (laughs) We got her. (laughs) Well, the other thing this does is, though, and it's not just about the parent, because that parent is teaching the other children. Right. That that's as an example to other children in the school that this is not good. You should not like this. You should right. not allow this. Excellent you should be point. against this. So it's not just about the parents. They're teaching um, the other children to to um, discriminate, right. to not tolerate, to fight this. Right. And when you can put people in a situation, especially young people, where they have an opportunity to ask questions, hard questions, in a safe place, you know, that – you know, has an opportunity to break down on bullying, you know, mm-hmm. and harassment and everything that comes along with that. Right. Suicide. I mean, yes. right. And it's that. just, you know, these administrators that plug this into their heads that, you know, it's because you have a couple parents out there or they have, you know, their belief, you know, have your belief. But at the same time, you know, step away and, and look at what's in the best interest of all the children, not exactly. just your, you know, what, what you're thinking is the best interest. Of. Well, I mean, that's that's part of that belief, though, is right. that you have to be the crusader and you have to fight for what you believe is right. And and this is kind of the natural um, result of that. Right. And, but we have enough evidence out there that says it doesn't work. You said evidence. Evidence. Yeah. I'm just having a lot of time. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying it's like, but evidence doesn't matter. I mean, evidence right. on climate it's change, evidence on, right. on any kind of social thing. Oh, well, evidence. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry that went over my head. No, no. <laughs> I'm actually so, not mispronouncing yeah. a word. It's all but about it's like how they feel. The, the, the Ellettsville thing earlier this mm-hmm. year. And well, what's that one uh, for the listeners? So when um, uh, a few parents got wind of the... the uh, Middle Way House program over at Ellettsville uh, Junior High School, mm-hmm. right? And uh, teaching respect and you know how to have you know healthy relationships uh, of all sorts. Uh, and they mentioned uh, trans people specifically, right. and that became Shh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and it Flash became this point. huge, right. huge right. thing. Right. And uh, uh, it it stemmed from parents who believed, like this gentleman had stated. Um, you know, this should be taught at home. You know, we shouldn't be mm-hmm. teaching this in school. And, you know, but fundamentally they had a flawed idea of what was going on, either with the program, mm-hmm. with the GSA, uh, with with how, <laughs> with who LGBT people are. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know? want to talk about it. Right. And they no, don't talk about it. I don't need to home. talk about it. Right. I don't have any questions. Yeah. I right. already know. Yeah, I got my opinion. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Well, this is uh, you know one of those sagas that continues on, and again, it'll be people like us and people out there in the listening world to continue having conversations. And I think you can have these healthy conversations on both sides. The point is, have a hot conversation when you shut someone down, and it's just no, and yeah. you don't have the opportunity, you know, to to learn and and and, and move forward. Then we continue to stay stuck in this hole where again what's infuriating is the children are the ones that are the ones that are going to suffer absolutely and so enough is enough and so we got to continue to talk and not shut it down so speaking of these conversations i'm going to do a plug here for a training that spencer pride is doing on january 9th okay on relational cultural theory uh, which is being put on by Amy McKeese from oh, the Center her. for Behavioral Health, maybe. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound right. <coughs> um, anyway, in Bloomington, she's coming to Spencer on January 9th at, I believe, 6 or 6.30 in the evening. Uh, check our website. And Relational Cultural Theory, the shortcut for that is how to have a conversation about difficult subjects without getting mad. Wow. Well, that that worked in perfect. Yeah, so that's great. everybody, everybody come to that. We'll be there. And we'll, p- we'll put this on our website as well. So yes. if uh, Thank you. That's, Lucas, do you hear that? I, s- I see you yawning in that little booth over there. But, uh, <laughs> He's yawning in our show. He did. Oh. I saw you. <laughs> Justin, what's going on? Well, this is um, interesting. <laughs> Indiana's Republican governor is bucking his party to stand up for trans people. Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb is a Republican. In Indiana, that puts him fairly in the majority. But when it comes to transgender issues, he's in the minority. As the state prepares to bicker over a hate crimes law again, Holcomb has announced he wants to be sure it includes protections for trans people. Republicans have killed similar bills previously because it included transgender people, or those bills included transgender people. Republican House Speaker Brian Bosma, one of the legislature's most uh, vocal anti-LGBTQ politicians, opposes the inclusion. Bosma, who has touted himself as a family's values hero, despite numerous allegations of marital infidelity, is a darling of the local religious right. Holcomb, who is lieutenant governor under Mike Pence, is well aware of the black eye that Pence gave the state with his religious freedom law that allowed businesses to refuse to serve LGBTQ customers. And businesses and tourism leaders are also remember that black eye he gave them uh, or or gave our state the Indy Chamber of Commerce Visit Indy, Eli Lilly the Pacers have all urged the legislature to pass the inclusive bill. Businesses tourism officials, Democrats and civil rights activists banded together after the religious freedom debacle to get the law overturned. Holcomb has said he wants the hate crime law to mirror the executive branch's non-discrimination policy, which includes both sexual orientation and gender identity. Indiana does not have a non-discrimination law that protects residents who aren't employed by state government. (coughs) Now, Bosma is warning business leaders and activists not to push too hard to get transgender people included because it would bring, quote, unquote, undue attention to our state. Now that Indiana is known as one of the state's most unfriendly to LGBTQ people. 
The idea of simply protecting everyone, as most residents and businesses leaders want, without making a big deal out of it, apparently hasn't occurred to Bosma. He would be leading the charge against inclusion, thus causing the outcry. Indiana is one of only five states without a hate crimes law. Opposition to including LGBTQ plus people has always stopped numerous attempts to pass it. Earlier this year, Republicans wanted to strip transgender people from a similar bill, but Holcomb told them to either include gender identity or don't pass anything at all. Legislators chose not to bring it up for a committee vote rather than protect transgender people. Republican State Senator Ron Alting is a co-sponsor of the hate crimes bill, and after a year chock full of hate crimes in the state, he thinks he has enough support among Republicans to get the bill passed. Republicans control both chambers <coughs> of the state legislature. So, it's very reminiscent of 2015. I mean, you know, when uh, Pence was trying to pass the religious freedom law. Oh, yeah. But at least the governor is, you know. Well, it's reminiscent of a lot of things going back to... Uh, um, Oh, what was his name? <laughs> Pence? No, 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 at the federal level, when they were trying to, to pass a, a, a equal rights uh, bill uh, and uh, St. Barney Frank. Okay. Oh. Yeah, uh, said he threw trans people under the bus mm -hmm. then. And that, that's uh -huh. become a common theme ever since right. in right. all kinds of states. And I, I just, I really wonder, like, what what is the point of, like, oh, well, you know, those people, those people in particular, mm -hmm. that one little group, we have to be able to hate them still. Right. You know, like what, how does that even make sense? So, um, and it doesn't to most people. When I, when I was, uh, was it February, January, I was asked by the ACLU to address mm -hmm. uh, the, the Senate subcommittee um, for this past bill. And uh, the bill doesn't even contain sentencing, you know, guidelines. It's, it was simply a report to federal authorities uh, and state authorities what it, uh, crimes were committed against LGBTQ people. It wasn't, and, and everybody else too, it was, it was fully inclusive. And uh, uh, the head of the committee at the time had, you know, uh, attached a, a writer that said uh, trans people wouldn't be included. Just specifically, wow. just that one. And nobody else was really in favor of that. That wasn't something that they were really pushing for, Republicans or Democrats. It was simply one person throwing that in. And as far as Bosma goes, I mean, I've been like, yeah. that guy has been poisoning the state for uh -huh. uh, over 15 or so years that I've been dealing with that. And, uh, and he's always there to block any kind of progressive, uh, uh, just you know, even compassion-based right. uh, legislation. He's he's really a, a what district character. does he kind represent of a again? So oh, yeah. I don't remember what district. Yeah, he was he's Trump in the North East. Trumpers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's up there. Yeah, his um, you know, if if you read his bio of you know, he's not a. He's got a lot of poop. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, a manure. He's a bad dude. Yeah, there's just you know, but hopefully, I don't know. With J, is it J D yes, Ford JD coming Ford. in? Ford. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, fabulous, the fabulous, the JD fabulous. Ford. So we're gonna have him on hopefully soon. But um, 
you know, he's for those that don't know, he's a LGBT. He's an LGBTQ. He's a, a, a gay um, <laughs> out, 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 out gay. Re- representative um, up the first. north. Yeah, the first. So, um, and people like him, yeah. <laughs> yes. which is nice. Yes. So um, it'll be interesting to see if you know if he gets his paws into this kind of stuff immediately, or you know, mm-hmm. or is he going to kind of tread a little bit? Um, but I would think. I mean, he's out. He's right. you know, kind of proud of who he is um he he doesn't have necessarily a gay agenda but he wants to but he's not afraid definitely i mean what's a gay agenda Agenda <laughs> to make everybody you know, gay. The agenda to not let them hate us. <laughs> yeah, that's not let them. Well, up. they're always yeah. going to hate us. Do not let them yeah. treat us hatefully. Yeah, them. Right. Whoever them is. Well, and they've got a new uh, majority leader in the Senate. Uh, even if Bosma's in his you know old position in the in the House, so uh, the new guy is you know not even sworn in. So we don't even know where he's. What he's going to yeah, do. Yeah. So, no Bray. Well, hopefully it comes down to dollars and cents again, and people see, you know, it does affect your economy on how nice you are. I mean, we could all move to Mississippi. Yeah, I'm an uh, economic Louisiana. consideration. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> not not humanitarian. Go. No, or absolutely not. Just like not. your equal rights. Right, it's right. like, oh, right. we're going to lose money. If yeah, right. Well, me. it's all about money, power, and control. Money, power, and control. Right. Who has it? Who wants it? Right. So, well, I think what we should do at the come to the bottom of the hour is take a music break and do community minutes and then come back with Judy. I'm right beside me in the line, real talk, something say. My groove right on night, snatch up your wife, smoke like it's nothing to me. Get out of my way, talk if you want me, I'm a gonna push. I'm a hot active, I'll keep up your out of move your feet, enjoy my sweet suave. Look at me, I'm so suave.
just listening to queer fronted band from california the internet um that was the song la di da off of their album hive mind now we're gonna do some community calendar updates for the week for december 15th at 1 30 p.m that's a uh, saturday two days from now skate with santa at frank southern ice arena that's at 2100 South Henderson Street. Um, Skate with Santa from 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Um, that's at the Ice Arena. We also have coming up on the 21st, the LGBT Aging and Caring Network Breakfast. That's at Cloverleaf Family Restaurant at 4023 West 3rd Street in Bloomington. Um, that's going to be December 21st at 10 a.m. Bloomington's Pride or Bloomington Pride's LGBT Aging and Caring Network meets monthly to support senior citizens who are LGBTQ along with allies. Um again, that's December 21st, 10 a.m. All right, with that, I'm going to throw it back over to Frankie. Back. Welcome back. Uh Judy, you always bring us interesting people and topics. Uh tonight you have Sophie with us. Uh I'll let you introduce her and kind of take over from this point. Okay. I can do that. So I am, uh, you all know, um, one of the directors of Spencer Pride, and Spencer Pride has a youth group, Iris, who um, um, kind of um, blossomed organically. Once we had a physical space, the kids started coming in and just created their own youth group. And um, they are pretty much self-sustaining. They're pretty much self-run. They do have an adult coach we call her um who is a teacher um in another town and um so sophie is one of the um leaders of the youth group and i wanted sophie to come in because um a couple reasons because i've been wanting to get the youth group more publicity so that other youth know that we're out there and other people know that we're doing this in spencer and as i tell people when they say why would you do that spencer why wouldn't you just move well, San Francisco wouldn't be San Francisco if everybody had moved out of it. Right. So, um, yeah, we are bound and determined to make Owen County and all of Indiana a more welcoming place. So, um, um, Sophie is 18 years old. She identifies as female gender. And um, I will let you answer these questions, Alrighty. Sophie. So um, your um, sexual orientation identity? I identify as queer. 
Okay. And your pronouns? She, her. All right. And is your family supportive? Yeah, generally. Okay. And your friends? Yes, my friends are very supportive. Okay, good. So um, I wanted to ask you about a particular um, thing that has been going on with the youth group recently. Um, Something about pride flags. Yes. So would you like to tell us that story? What the idea was behind the flags to start with? What the intention was? What the plan? So Spencer Pride gave iris rainbow flags to pass out to teachers at my school owned valley high school um we each got two or three wasn't enough to give to all the teachers so we just kind of chose our own teachers that we were like this teacher would take a flag we're gonna give this teacher a flag and the reason you wanted him to have the flags we wanted the teachers to make it a more welcoming space for lgbt students And we wanted the teachers to kind of get on board with us because I don't think most of the teachers realize how big of a deal it is and, like, how bad it is at our school. Um, So you wanted them to display the flag so that other students would know this is a teacher I can talk to. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then with that, we would hope teachers would become more accepting, students would become more accepting, and we could hopefully start a GSA at our school. So... That was the hopes with the flags. So you passed out the flags. Yes. And the flags were on display. Yes, they were. And then one day. They were not there anymore. (laughs) Okay. Um, The night before, I'd gotten a message from one of my friends that was like, uh, the school board's taking away the flags, you know. And I was like, oh, that's probably just a rumor. Like, school board probably doesn't even know about it yet. Um, Came to school the next day, and they were all gone (laughs) and I was like well maybe that was true so I asked a very trusted teacher I said where did they go (laughs) and she said that with the teachers accepting the flags they would have to also accept anything that any other student would have to represent their cause (laughs) if you could call it that so if a student (coughs) came up to a teacher and said take this confederate flag and display it in your classroom or take this cross and display it in your classroom they would have to according to what attorneys have said to our principal and yeah parents called the principal complaining about the flags students complained about the flags um it did not turn into a great situation and, and I personally reached out to the principal of the school to get a comment for this segment and um, did not get a return call. Who's so the principal? This principal is Rhonda Schaefer. And um, Sophie has spoken to her. Yes. And she um, speaks um, in supportive language. Yeah, so um, I the day that the flags kind of disappeared, I had a conversation with her. It was probably like an hour and a half long. And it, in my opinion, was a really positive conversation. She told me she hopes to have a GSA at some point in the future, which obviously I want one now, you know. (laughs) Um, We're working on a presentation in IRIS for all the teachers to help educate the teachers on LGBT issues and what we think should be done in schools and she was very excited about that she wanted to incorporate that into the teachers 
um, meetings, I guess. So there was some very positive aspects of that meeting. Positive dialogue. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, me being me, <clears throat> with my history, actions speak a lot louder than words. And, and um, the actions are not there um, behind the words. Um, there's no reason to not have a GSA at that school right now. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason to not have a GSA at that school. Right. Why, why can't they just start one? Or be okay, and I want to say, Sophie, thank you. Yes, for yeah. you know not yeah. only coming on the show, but for for, <laughs> for standing up for the cause and what yeah. you believe in. Yeah, I, I, I'm so happy to hear this and to meet people like you because I'm, it wasn't like that when I was in high school, and so people like you are changing it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's well, so our our uh, group started with three kids. Oh yeah, and now they're what. 25? Yeah. Um, wow. There's, at our great. Iris meetings, there's awesome. about 15 that show up. But there's, I would say, from about 30 people that come. Now, are they all in your high school? Middle school and high school. Middle school and high school. But they're not even all just from Spencer, right? I mean, don't we have some El- Ellettsville kids, or am I wrong? Um, everyone's okay. from Owen Valley. But I think some other kids from other places have contacted Joy and oh, maybe yeah. the uh, adult coach but maybe haven't just come to a meeting because mm-hmm. I know there are some people just recently I was talking to Sophie about this that have come into the shop and and I can't come on Mondays and that's when they meet right. yeah so we've I've been talking to uh, Sophie and Joy um, this evening about trying to work out a schedule where some of the Iris kids can come and volunteer at the center so that they can be there when other kids can't come to a meeting or they can't make it on that night or they just can't come to a meeting. Right. And uh, so maybe they can just walk in right. and talk to another kid that they feel comfortable To kind of get back with. to, um, you know, the situation over at school, are the parents on, you know, that you're, you're maybe not necessarily your parents, but, uh, you know, do you have outspoken parents that are willing to go in and talk to the school board and talk to the principal and there are lots of parents that I know of um, my mom works at the middle school she has really been pushing for the flags also she has been finding ways around it to buying Spencer pride ornaments and you know just finding a way to incorporate it into school um, I know lots of parents that have gone to school board meetings that have ended in screaming and it's hasn't done much so. and w- what's Spencer so frightened of I mean what's the issue uh, other than they're afraid that they're going to have to have a confederate to understand flag. there are 81 churches in Owen County right wow that's a lot 81 yeah. churches yeah in Owen County there are not 81 denominations right there are 81 churches in Owen County that's the problem that's I, the crux of the problem right there the people who my um personal estimation is that the people who have a problem with this religiously through their religion are the ones who are screaming the loudest about the problem. And and to Melanie's point earlier about the trans discussion in Ellettsville, they don't want to talk about it. Right. I don't want my kid exposed to that. This isn't right. Yeah. Um, um, There's no conversation about it. So um, to the point of why there isn't a GSA, we've been talking about that this evening as well. 
And so Sophie and Joy and some others are um, working on that. Yes. Is, is there, in your opinion, a lot of uh, bullying that happens with the LGBTQ students within the school? Um, do you feel safe? I do, personally. Okay. I would say that I'm kind of an extrovert when it comes to who I am. Um, so I know that there's lots of those students that, like, don't talk to anybody and sit in the back of the class and feel like they're alone in everything. And that was kind of another hope with the rainbow flags was that that would show students that there was a place to go, even if they didn't and, want and to use it. And it does just the opposite because you put out the flags to say, hey, we're a safe yeah. place. And then the administration takes the flags away yeah, saying, right. basically, this is not a safe place. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, you know, I'm sure they would argue that point, but, you know, explain that to the kids. If this is, yeah. you're a gay, lesbian, transgender, whoever, you know, you identify as, to have, you know, your, you know, taken away. Yeah. I mean, that's a... Right. Your you know, symbol yes. was there and now it's gone. It's like the helping hand. Yes. That was, yeah. yes. That yeah. was something I recommended to the principal was that she explained to all of the students why they're gone and not just the students who wanted to talk to her because yeah. there were so many that probably saw them and was like, yes, they're finally here and then what happened right. to them. Well, and I, they have no idea right. other than rumors. Well, so. this is when right. it's time adulting. You know, yes. this is where I get so angry with school administrators in the sense of just if you look at statistics and you look at what we talked about at the beginning of the show yes. about you know the percentage of you know these young youth that commit suicide and right. you know just give up and drop out of school and then you you know give them an opportunity and then i mean that's yeah. almost worse in right. some ways um of what had to happened. make them feel safe for a day for a day yeah. it's right. like you know, and yeah. then oops well it's and, almost menacing you yes. know, at that point, yes. it's like it it just disappeared. Yeah. Right. And, you know, what comes next? Because, you know, you're, right. you know, because we're going to have to replace it with a Confederate flag. What kind yeah. of nonsense, moronic argument is that? How many and, people are trying to bring them in? Right. Well, you know, and it's just and, and it's not even the same breed. No. As far no. as, you know, it's not no. apples. But, to apples but legally, I mean, there could be a, a there could be mounted a, a legal uh, uh Challenge. challenge to it on on that basis right like mm -hmm. a serious one right. mm -hmm. but in that case you have to work around it you know you right. have to or just deal with it create deal with it. the gsa right you know just yeah. establish it if you establish it and let people kind of get their heads wrapped around it yes right. not everybody's going to agree yeah and people are going to sign petitions not to allow their children to participate in it there's going to be arguments if it should be in the school or should we have it somewhere else but or deal with it whatever Don't but start i mean this is start. not 1950 or maybe it is right. and if and plenty of high schools have gsa's yeah. right i mean it's exactly. not an unprecedented thing or that they'd be doing anything out of the ordinary or new in right. this day and age. Right, right. Exactly. Most of our surrounding high schools have a GSA, yes. actually. Martinsville so. oh, do they? has a GSA. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Martinsville has <laughs> yeah. a GSA. Well, Martinsville's <laughs> getting pretty progressive in a lot of uh, their um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's I mean, what I'm things, saying. Things are We're right working on, on it. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, about getting there. <laughs> I know you are, Sophie. <laughs> yes. So let's, um, we're getting to the uh, time for a music break. So let's... Uh, Pull away for a minute, and then we'll be back with uh, more.
you haven't said a word Where your countenance reveals the bad day that you've endured It's probably not the first and not the last to be assured The past is fleeting, the future a promised present Keeping us moving forward With hope we seek true happiness throughout our life's length The trials we face bring pain and sorrow But resistance sires strength The easy path rarely leads to what our heart truly desires In this life we must face many a worthy challenge For the outcome to satisfy us To win in spite of struggle applies much greater magnification To one's honor which I value more than instant gratification So believe me when I say that time can heal most any wound And ease most pain yet the scars remain to the day we lay in tune So please know nothing in this moment is the same as a moment ago Each one that path the treasure lost is Welcome back to Blooming Out. Uh, it's getting better with time. That uh, kind of goes right along with our conversation, and it was by the internet off the album of Hive Mind. Um, so back to you, Judy. We uh, kind of got a little heated. Um, yeah, a little but bit. it needs to be a little heated. Yes, it um, does. It's it's um, very frustrating. Um, when I see the kids doing the best they can and trying to get support and help each other, because that's what they're trying to do. When the kids took the flags to school, the kids coming to Iris, they don't need those flags at school. Right. They have a safe place to right. come. Uh, they're trying to help other kids. Right. And uh, so to be shut down in this way, because that's essentially what right. it was. And I just think, uh, you know, when disheartening. the brings on, you know, the difference between the Confederate flag and the rainbow flag, right. that just gets... The flag me. of hate, yes. the flag of love. Right. False and it's equivalencies. Just, right. Yes. That just yes. irks me so much. It's a cop-out on the school right. side Right. when they try pulling that stuff yes. because it has nothing to do with the next. And that's where the educators need to start educating themselves and understanding what the history, for one, of the, um, the, the, the rainbow flag and, two, the history of what the Confederate flag is. And it's not apples to apples. And for an administrator to talk to a student, and, 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 and that's just false information. And that's, you know, you're, it just it's infuriating. Yeah, so, um you know, I, you know, commend all of you kids out there and, and, you know, and the adults out there that are willing to stand up and, and talk. And, and I hope the administrators, if they're out there, is that they'll take a deep breath and, you know, look at their conscience at this side um, and, and look at stats. Please look at stats that, um, you know, w- with the suicide rate. And I know I keep bringing that up, but it's, it's real stuff. It's real stuff. And you are responsible for what yes. happens to those children. Yes. And, you know, and, and people like to bury their head in the sand and pretend it's not that they don't affect the students. Right. In that way. Right. right. You know, we have to, you know, but you do. And, and you even, are responsible And even for that. backing up from the, from the tragedy of suicide, even the kids that drop out, their lives are affected forever. Oh, yeah. So you drop out of school, so you don't make as much money, so you don't have as good a life, and it's a whole spiraling well, potential. Well, not even to just the dropout but 
performance in school. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So even if you stay in, but your your performance is really low, and you're right. scared, and you're under the constant stress, that all of these things are uh, just so uh, damaging to yes. people, and it takes absolutely. So, what can the community at large do to support um, Iris? Well, one thing that I want to point out and I want to make very clear is that while IRIS is under the umbrella of Spencer Pride because it was created because we had a physical presence there, um, they are under the umbrella of our 501c3. So anyone who wants to make a contribution, a financial contribution to IRIS, they're planning several things. They're working on the presentation to the school. They're, they're planning a prom, an alternative prom. A lot of things. Anybody that wants to give a financial contribution, go to spencerpride.org. There's a donate button. Um, or send a check to the address and mark that you want the money to go to Iris. That's one thing you can do. I want to make it very clear, though, that um, the the drivers of this bus are the kids. Mm-hmm. The kids are driving the bus, and we are, um, we are there t- for maintenance. And um, getting them new buses, if they need new buses, um, Spencer Pride and our supporters are there supporting the kids. We're not telling the kids what to do. We had no idea they were doing the flag thing until they asked, can we have some flags? Uh, <coughs> they came up with this. They came up with the presentation that they want to do to the teachers. They came up with the idea of the dance. So we are supporting them. There is no adult with an agenda who is using children to promote that agenda. I, I want to make that very clear. Um, so they're working on the presentation to the teachers uh, about how to um, treat the LGBTQ plus kids respectfully, ways that they can do that in the classroom and um, um, in interactions. And, um, and they're planning a dance. Yes. Uh, that's very exciting. Tell yeah. us about that's the wonderful. dance, Sophie. So um, I forget who came up with the idea, but I remember us being so excited about it. Um, it's We're going to pass out invitations to GSAs around, it, around us and like PRISM and groups like that. Um, it's yeah. going to be at? At Stable Studios on May the 4th. Going to be fun time. Awesome. Excellent. Okay. Well, Sophie, thank you again. Thank you so much. Come on anytime. You give us all encouragement (laughs) when we have youth and you're, you're, you're doing a wonderful inspiring. job. Thank you. And you are Thank inspiring you. And, and keep it up. And there are good guys out there yes. that support <laughs> you. Yeah. And you have a whole new audience now That's because right. I told the youth group, I'm going to be on Blooming Out. What is that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so really? now they know. So, okay. Here now we they all know. <laughs> yes. We have a whole new audience. Now Welcome. Well, thank <laughs> you again. And, and again, Judy, thank you for, for being here. Additional thank you to all of our listeners and volunteers who make this possible. I'm Judy Epp. I'm Melanie Davis. Blooming Out is produced by Frankie Preslaff. Our executive producer is WFHB News Director Wes Martin. Our theme music is provided by queer power pop group The Sissies. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. Blooming Out's community liaison is Alex Ashkin. Our interns are Jasper Tony, Ireland Meacham, and Win Yin Lee. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Robertson. And I'm Frankie Presslaff. And remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family.
You've been listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. Blooming Out is a product of WFHB's News and Public Affairs Department. Tune in every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. for Indiana's only LGBTQ plus news and public affairs program. You can hear this and other programs online at WFHB.org. Comments and suggestions for future topics or guests can be sent to bloomingout at WFHB.org. That is blooming O-U-T at WFHB.org. And thank you for listening.